Welcome to twoquestions.tv. My guest today is Jocelyn Herman Saccio, and we're talking about junk talk. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Jocelyn Herman Saccio. She's a communication expert with Landmark, a personal and professional growth training and development company that's had more than 2.4 million people use its programs to cause breakthroughs in their personal lives as well as in their companies, generating more than 100,000 community projects around the world. In the Landmark Forum, Landmark's flagship program, people cause breakthroughs in their performance, communication, relationships, and overall satisfaction in life. Hi, Jocelyn. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about communication and junk talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had a term in my book that was brain junk, which is about the mental baggage, but now you're talking about junk talk. So yeah. what is junk talk exactly? Well, if you notice how much time we spend, or you know, some people spend, um, talking trash about people or complaining about situations or you know, gossiping about a workmate or their boss or whoever, family member. Um, all that speaking creates a reality. Language creates reality. So the more you engage in conversations that don't have possibility in them, the less possibility you have available to you. That makes sense. Yes. So don't do it. So. Going a step further, how can cutting out junk talk help leaders to be more impactful? And how do they get started to not do those things? Habit, right? I, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, the filters that you listen through. Because if you're a leader in any kind of an organization, you could listen to, you're going to get a lot of complaints. That's one of your jobs. <laughs> you get complaints. I know from yes. myself, I'm the president of my co-op board and I'm a leader in my community and people are always complaining to me about, I don't know, bumps in the road. Everything. Like about them, right? And you have to be able to discern what people are committed to behind their complaint because the complaint is the front but there is something behind any complaint that somebody's committed to that they may not be articulating. So as a leader, you can train yourself to listen for the, com the commitment behind the complaint. So an, as an example, you know, one of the community groups that I was the leader of for a long time, somebody was complaining about the, the flower beds in our community. And yeah. oh, they're so ugly and they're <laughs> you guys do a better job. But I listened and I was like, okay, I could hear she's committed to the beauty of the neighborhood. So I spoke to that commitment versus dealing with the complaint, which can turn into a little bit of a battle, you right. know, speak to someone's commitment because then you're on the same team. You're out for the same thing. What a great tip. I love that. I love that. Makes a difference, especially with kids, by the way, not just in business. <laughs> Well, I'm not so sure they're always that different. <laughs> true, true. So, so what are some other kinds of junk talk that you want to avoid as a leader? Well, any kind of um, complaint about what isn't working about an employee will definitely create an atmosphere for that employee to show up in that doesn't have it be a win-win or even that they have any chance at all. So, you know, just as an example, I, I have an employee right now 
that I'm dealing with in terms of what's working and what's not working about her executing her accountabilities. So I had a review with her and I said, here's what is working. So I created an atmosphere where, you know, she could be acknowledged for what works. And then I said, here's what's not working as well as I'd like it to. And I dealt with it from that rather than this is what isn't working and you need to fix this because people's brains start to deal with it like there's something wrong and I'm not enough. And then they can't hear anything beyond that because it's like a fight or flight kind of reaction and you start to get defensive. And when you can't make something work as a human being, like your job, you've got to find a way to make something wrong to justify why it's not working. So you'll make the job wrong or the pay wrong or your boss wrong and then nothing can happen. So to create, you know, and also to find out what your employees are committed to, because you may be trying to get them to do something that isn't what they're committed to, expecting them to be committed to what you want, which is not necessarily the case. And, you know, in the case of this employee, we, we really looked together and we saw out of a mutual conversation, this was not her future. And I asked, what do you want? And I said, okay, I'm gonna help you find a job in what you want and help me find somebody to replace you. So now we're in the same game rather than a battle. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really interesting. And so I imagine that cutting this out has an impact internally on a leader as well as on the employee. I mean, you, you mentioned that it, it can affect the way the employee views the workspace and the work and the job, but I imagine it also has an impact on the way the leader feels about that employee. Doesn't it? I mean, if, you, if you're if you not happy with the people working for you, you start to not even want to be in the office. And yeah. there's a loss of power and freedom and self-expression in your very own environment, whether it's exactly. a leader in a community or a leader in an office or the leader of a nonprofit or whatever it is that you're working with. So it's very important to tend to the environment. And the environment is mostly made up of language, if you think about it. So the conversations that people are engaging with in the environment create the environment. Right, right. Tell me a little bit about Landmark. Well, Landmark is a worldwide organization that is really exists to support people in fulfilling on what's important to them. So we empower and enable people to fulfill on what matters to them, whether it be in business or family or community or making a difference in the world. Uh, Maybe it's just, you know, your personal well-being, finances, whatever it is that matters to people. We give people tools to fulfill on those things that are of importance to them. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm glad that you were on the show today and enlightened us on this junk talk stuff. Very beneficial. Thank you for being on the show. It's my complete pleasure. Thanks for having me. Would you like to join me on the after show? Uh, Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, viewers, if you'd like to join us on the show, come with us. We're going over to twoquestions.tv. That's the URL. A lot of people don't know that. So I always tell you that's the URL. And it's the only place you can find the after show. So come with us. We'll see you over there. In the meantime, we're going to have a link in the show notes for today so you can find Jocelyn and her company. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.